What's up guys, welcome back to Health Hustle TV where every week I'm going to bring you a guest onto the show to get you healthy, fitter, more energised and ultimately more successful in life. Okay, today we've got a treat, we've got Tom Leith here who is my best mate, he's also a Czech practitioner level 3, that's right, he's a gym owner, sort of entrepreneur and ultimately uh, a coach and a great one, so it's a pleasure to have you on mate. Thanks, thanks for having me. <laughs> First of all, do you want to just give kind of the audience a little bit of background about yourself, what it is you do, um, what your life's like, what your vision is for the future and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, okay. So, uh, like Adam said, Czech practitioner, personal trainer, sports coach, uh, I now own a, a gym in East Kilbride. Uh, and uh, my goal and focus is to continue opening personal training gyms and try and go against the, the norm of the, the typical budget gyms that are opening up uh, here, there and everywhere. I uh, really believe in coaching, trying to get as much one-to-one -one interaction with your with your client as possible. And uh, I think that's the future. It is the future. Coliseum is the future. Coliseum. Coliseum, sorry. That's it. <coughs> right, uh, so Coliseum obviously is the name of Tom's gym. And coming back to that, one of the kind of buzzwords in the industry at the moment is kind of being holistic. Um, do you want to give a little bit, a little bit of information about your perspective of what holism or what holistic means or what the gym is all about and why you've called it that? Right. So the the gym is or the brand is uh, holism, which stands for the holistic gymnasium, which uh, which means it's a holistic gym. But uh, like Adam said, it's uh, holistic is a bit of a buzzword in the industry now, right? Right. Uh, and it's it's getting a little bit um, bastardized. That's not a bad word, is it? Nah, it's sound That's alright, yeah. Go for it. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll get coaches saying that they're more holistic than other coaches. That's a holistic program. I'm, do I'm doing the holistic exercises. You've got holistic coffee there with your butter, isn't it? holistic you? coffee with butter, <laughs> exactly. Grass-fed, obviously. Grass-fed or, or holistic co coffee, <laughs> yeah. It, it, and really, it's all, it's all a nonsense, to be honest. Eh? There's no such a thing as a holistic something. Holistic means to be whole, it means to uh, address things as a whole and uh, originally comes from the word holis, which then uh, was uh, put into the word holistic, which then we then formed into holism, the holistic gymnasium. How we use the word and term and uh, thing that is holistic is that we address our clients as a whole. We, we, we understand and deal with the physical, emotional, mental, spiritual aspects of what it takes to improve people's health and well-being yeah yeah was that a good answer that was a good answer <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna go in this back if it's not gonna make sense i'm just gonna play that to my clients in the future i think <laughs> <laughs> now it was good and it, it's a really really important point and it's one that's gonna come really into play in that kind of lifestyle as well and i think that that sort of being the key word being lifestyle there. And some of the things that I want to talk about with this video today, just to give us a bit of direction, is the importance of stress, but then also on the flip side of the part that stress kind of plays in our in our result of our lifestyle and what we're creating with our day, how we can reduce that stress. So things like meditation, journaling, working in versus working out, what else we've got here. Uh, sleeping patterns and just this, like sustainability of that lifestyle. So, on that, 
most people are kind of thinking along the lines of like extreme, like almost extreme is equal to sexy, when actually extreme is just stressful. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times, yeah. You know what I mean? So can you give, from your perspective, maybe a bit of insight about, to, about how disruptive stress can be on the body and the mind? Oh yeah, I mean, first of all, I think we should uh, talk about that there is, there is multiple types of stress, right? And that uh, all stress summates, so there may be electromagnetical stress, digestive stress, there may be emotional stress, there's, there's multiple factors of stress and if you think of them all like buckets and when these buckets all overfill, they'll start to summate into the one pot which mm. is the, the stress as we know it. Yeah. So that stress <clears throat> as we know it is the stress everybody thinks, thinks about or the, few, or, the, or, the, or the symptoms that they're feeling really. The symptoms is that end result from the final bucket that's full and how we then deal with that is by addressing each and individual one of the buckets. Does that make sense? Yeah. What is, uh, give us a description of electromagnetic stress because some people may not be familiar with that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like electromagnetical stress is, I mean, it's, we're not getting away from it uh, and I don't even recommend that you try and try and cut it out because it's not going to happen. Uh, having a phone in your pocket, being at a computer screen for too long, the certain lights that are that are constantly beaming down on us um, from rooms that we're in. These are all forms of electromagnetical stress, so they're they are all going to... Uh, everything causes stress on the body. Exercise causes stress on the body. And that could really talk about how we then deal with that, then mm -hmm. using the right type of exercise for that body. We'll get into that. Uh, on that as well, I used to stay here actually in Tom's house at the moment and I used to, used to live with Tom for a couple of years and stuff and it was a fun time <laughs> back in the day when we were pretty much full time uh, Tinder entrepreneurs if you want to put it like that where, you call that where, <laughs> we were full time running about after women basically <laughs> and, um, but anyway, I'm getting sidetracked but when I was living here, right, I was living a lifestyle uh, and Tom was kind of I don't know, a th third party kind of looking in on my kind of lifestyle and I, I was training really hard, almost, like, well, too hard, battering myself with barbells and dumbbells, doing all this crazy dieting, dieting for photo shoots, dieting for physique shows, which I did well in, by the way. Uh, I won some of them. And basically, I just started feeling like crap. I was drinking loads of stimulants, loads of coffee. Uh, as I said, we were kind of going out a lot, of, a lot of that time as well. I know we're coaches, we're personal trainers, or whatever you want to call it. We're, but still, we're still humans. Still human beings. <laughs> anyway, to cut a long story short, I started to get, started getting horrible symptoms. And Tom was saying, "You need to watch, man. You need to change this. You need to change that. You're overstressing your body. Your adrenals are going to burn out." Went to the doctor with some of the symptoms. They said, "Take these painkillers. You'll be fine." Didn't go away. Started to listen to Tom and some of the people that were around him from like the, the sort of Czech, Paul Czech um, faculty sort of side of things and things started to change but I can tell you firsthand how destructive overload of stress can be on your body for your sex drive, for your mindset, for your business, for just general kind of energy levels absolutely everything it will ruin all your relationships as well you'll be totally depressed and you won't know why you'll have cravings for all sorts of crap foods and if some of these symptoms are, are ringing alarm bells for you you really need to listen to, to what we're saying in, in this video this is a serious topic and 
largely it's called adrenal fatigue. It's not like a registered um, disease as such. I think it, I think it's becoming more and more heard of and, and discussed. I think um, people kind of are blo blown it off and didn't think much of it for a long time, you know. But I think uh, some stats are showing now that almost everybody sits around stage two adrenal fatigue. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I think that, that the average Joe sits at stage two adrenal fatigue and there's multiple stages and, and the symptoms and the, the problems that come along with each stage but get worse, of course. Right. I mean, but um, I mean, it does make sense though, if you think about it, when, when we didn't take a, a, a normal average client in, then it doesn't take uh, a genius to see the stress that their body's under, the, the, the poor quality of food, the poor food timings, the, uh, the getting to bed not at the right times, their, their sleep-wake cycles are all off. I mean, these are all forms of pretty serious stress that's going mm -hmm. to affect how the body works as a whole, mm -hmm. right? And then on top of that, maybe they're absolutely hammering their body doing these crazy workouts that they saw online. So Candidate <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my lesson, but. But I mean, like, I mean, you, I mean, Adam's, Adam's, uh, not a normal human being, to be honest. What I mean, right? And this is quite a good example. Adam's not normal. Adam, Adam's uh, genetic. He's a bit of a freak, right? Part-time Superman, basically. Yeah, part-time, part-time Superman, right? And and the, the the average human body can take a pounding, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and Adam pushed that to its extreme, like he does with everything. <laughs> yeah, to, right, to, right. to be honest, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot some people can't deal with quite as much and um, and ha having that addressed uh, is, is, is key in finding out how much stress is actually on their body in order to get healthier but yeah yeah without going into too much more detail um, yeah in a nutshell yeah you know the when we were talking about the electromagnetic stress and stuff like that some of you are going to go that's absolutely nuts but it's so relevant. Think how much time you're sitting sort of tethered to, to your phone or to your laptop watching telly, even sitting in bed at night watching telly or having all these alarm clocks around you or... Sexting. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's so, so relevant and it's a small factor in like a much bigger picture, but it is relevant. <clears throat> and other things like stimulant abuse and all that are, are really going to... Um, not uh, compliments like the wrong word, but compound probably is the right word to 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 have these destructive effects on your body, and you're going to start seeing these symptoms. Now, ways that you can help to manage it. One way that's really helped me has been to look into and incorporate some meditation kind of daily into my life. Is that something that you do with clients and things like that as well? Yeah, I mean, when they are ready to uh, and open. To, to discuss it, some people unfortunately still think they're a little bit above meditation. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people still think that, uh, which is actually mental if you think about it. I mean, right? They're they're above working on themselves. I know it's mental. It's crazy, but uh, I think unfortunately it's because of the fact that it's not properly understood, and people think that you've got to be sitting in a circle, hugging a tree, singing Kumbaya with scented candles or something. Probably do us all a lot of good, actually. <laughs> Which would probably do most <laughs> folk a lot of good. But, but it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be like that, no. And, and yeah, of course, it's something that I've been working on uh, in, in multiple fashions for many years, um, whether it 
whether it be a, a, a movement meditation, whether it be sitting and being in an upright, decent posture, relaxing with good music on. I, I've tried it all, do you know what I mean? Um, whether it be going out a walk, these are all types of meditation. And meditation, if you think about it, really just means working on yourself and trying to trying to uh, escape the monkey mind that's that's making you think about, oh, I've got to pay these bills, I've got to, what am I going to do for dinner, oh, and such and such, so this emotional stress, relationship, I hate him and she hates me, and blah, blah, blah. So this is that monkey mind, and being in a meditative state is about trying to escape that part of the brain, and trying to just work on oneself, and uh, improve oneself. So that's really, in my opinion, maybe what meditation is in a nutshell. Yeah, I think, I, I think so too, it's just giving, like you said, yourself time. And not necessarily just to sit yourself, but think about what you're doing with your body in that time. So um, make sure you're focusing on your breathing. Probably is the the most important aspect to any sort of meditative type practice. As Tom said, you can move when you're doing it. You can walk. I like to do things that make me focus. Maybe do balancing kind of yoga poses or balance on like Nila Swiss ball. I put that on my Facebook the other day. Um, these kind of things, and it doesn't have to be for long. It's not going to eat massively into your day but you're focusing on your breathing for like five minutes maybe try to balance or just going for a walk or listening to music there is no like one size fits all like everything in coaching do you know what I mean yeah, exactly and uh, and that, that, that can be a confusing subject to, to approach but trust me if you asked me three four years ago if I was going to be incorporating meditation into my daily lifestyle I would have told you you were absolutely nuts and uh, I'll stick to my stick to my coffee and barbells, but there's so much value in it. It'll give you better clarity of mind. It'll make you more positive. It'll make you more grounded. It'll get you thinking about life and and the bigger picture and what you're doing and what you're creating with that that day. And uh, just the stress reduction effect that it has on your lifestyle is 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 phenomenal. But I know I'm running on. Other aspects that we can help kind of reduce stress. Might be uh, like journaling. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Then. You, you use you use uh, journaling. Yeah, daily, daily, daily and nightly, if possible, um, and and you really should make it possible. But uh, journaling could just simply be. I mean, it could be something as easy as writing a to do list, right? It could be something to take writing a to do list or success list or whatever way you want it. You want to flip it, but uh, writing down your goals. Is, is massively important maybe your three big goals that you that you need to achieve that month that week that day mm -hmm. or in order to get to that more successful lifestyle that you're looking to achieve um, journaling something positive about that day I think is massively important because um, especially with uh, the way media social media and in fact just every gen gen general person they're just so negative you know Everybody's mm. just so negative, and oh, oh it's Monday, oh, I can't, well, imagine somebody was to tell you you're never going to get another Monday again, how would you feel? Oh, I know, that feels like I've just been through it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, so yeah, you, if, if you're, if, I mean, if people try and open their eyes and open their open their heads up a little bit and think about what they've actually got, as opposed to, oh, I wish it was a weekend, well, you're wishing your life away there, and, and thinking about being a bit more positive just on a daily basis, and journaling that will help to reinforce it in your own head. Just writing down something that you're grateful for, something that you're positive about, will help to improve that 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 uh, self belief in yourself, and uh, it will improve how you are about yourself, but also how you 
treat other people and that will uh, respectively affect how you're treated as well. So journaling, yeah, definitely. Brilliant, and you touched on, mate, there's a whole list of things we could do a whole, a whole video on here, but one of the main things that you mentioned was uh, being grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's really, really important because you get people, uh, when you're sitting as a coach, they're coming in and they're going, I want to be five stone lighter and then I'm going to be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be miserable until I'm five stone lighter, but it's got nothing <laughs> to do with, with that like five stone or the fat you're carrying or whatever. It's There's probably external factors there that are influencing that need for excitement or uh, that need for, for change. And uh, again, I know, because I've been there and I've watched and taken so many people through sort of the process. But uh, to make journaling a little bit easier in a nutshell, Tom made loads of things there. I would start with evening or morning writing down just a couple of things that you're grateful for having in your life and it's going to give you it doesn't mean that you don't you're not going to have to sit there and want more in life it's, it's cool you always want to be looking at a bigger vision and working towards something making progress towards that's going to make you feel happy and positive and energized some materialistic things as well nothing wrong with it exactly exactly it's, to it's totally cool it's part of life and it's, they're going to make you feel good when you upgrade your car, upgrade your house or whatever. But focusing on what you have right now and being grateful for it will make a big, big difference to having a positive mindset right now. You don't have to wait till you do something to have that positive mindset and it'll affect every area of your life positively. Um, really, really important thing that, that, that I've found in sort of changing my, my mindset going forward and it has had those effects in every area of my life as well. An easy way, an easy way to do that is to, is to constantly flip your negative into your positive. Yeah. So when you are stressed out about something, find a way to be positive about what you're being stressed out about. And um, I think uh, I think probably your clients will be the same. Get pissed off when 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 they come in. Oh, I'm in a half by this. And you go. Ah, but I mean, isn't it great that you're doing such and such? And they're like, oh, piss off. Just let me be in a half. And they're like, no, no, no. Whatever it is, turn your friend upside down and you can you can change your day. Yeah, totally agree. And also, on that, when we said doing something every day, I used to get hung up on this as well. I don't know what your take is on this, but you set out to do something like this, so you're like, I'm going to meditate every day, or I'm going to journal every day. Five days in, you've been doing it, you're feeling some benefits, sixth day, something happens, you don't do it. And uh, it's difficult to reset from that. You start it starts getting a bit bit negative and uh, that's just your if you're like me you're kind of a bit of a perfectionist and and, and that might that might kick in uh, do you have a perspective sort of sort of on that like is it like do you have to do it every day or is it okay to miss sort of a day or two i mean i i think with everything that you do consistency is always key right consistency is always key if it's on your diet if it's on your training if it's on improving your mindset consistency is the key but at the same time, things are always going to get in the way. Mm -hmm. Things are always going to happen. Um, your your granny, your dog, whatever the fuck happened that day, did it mean something? Something's always going to come happen. And uh, if if you always stop and, and fall back on on the first hurdle, if if like that, then it's never going to improve your mindset as a as a as a whole picture. So be able to to say, okay, well, this. Is a, is a gradual process and say I'm trying to do 
Because I know, I know, for instance, myself, when I tried to do my first 100-day gong, remember? Mm-hmm. Right? My first 100-day gong with Tai Chi. And <laughs> I was going nuts about it because I think I got to day, day 8 and then I did a day and I thought, I forgot to do yesterday. So every time you do that, you've got to go back to the start. So I mean, that works really well for people because it, it creates more determination in you. If you think, okay, well, I've got to get to 100 days for maybe more people, more more easier uh, goal is 30 days, I think, for most people. If you can just get to 30 days, if you don't get to 30 and you get to day 15, you've got to start again. That creates a little bit of competition and I think everybody's got that deep-rooted in them, a bit of competitiveness in them. But you, you can flip that situation, you can say, right, okay, well, I didn't make it, but I want to, the next day, I want to write about that day and I'm going to have to do double the work. I'm going to say, well, I want to catch up on something I was grateful for Thursday, even though I forgot to do it, but now it's Friday, I want to write something I'm grateful for Friday as well for. Yeah, so just it. some small steps to think, okay, well, it's not the end of the world, uh, something happened and uh, I want to make, sh- make up for it, mm-hmm. but don't, uh, don't, let it, don't let it floor you, don't let it uh, kill your vibe. Oh, you're fine. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> it's another story for another time. <laughs> uh, right, we were talking about consistency there, and um, fuck, things, as Tom said, are always, always, always going to happen. So, I used to get hung up on this again quite a lot, and, and it's okay for things to get in the way. And when he's talking about there, you get to day eight, miss it, and you're back to the start, or day 50, miss it, and you're back to the start. You need to have, maybe it's good to work with a coach with some experience to offer you a different perspective as well because I know from personal experience again that I would be beating myself up for not making it rather than saying, do you know what, I've got 58 days that I've done that I, would, I wouldn't have done had I, had I not done this, had I not done this. Mm-hmm. So that's 58 days that you've, you've done something good and you will be feeling positive effects from that. So again, in your journal, when you're writing about gratitude, Write about that and stay positive about it. It's really important to stay positive because most of us will have a default negative. And uh, again, fuck, that's the whole like, video in itself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or reset, reset your default. Yeah, anyway, you talked about Tai Chi. Can you explain a little bit about what that is and how somebody might sort of go about sort of using it? Yeah, I mean, I remember... I remember, I mean, I really, to be honest, it was the, the Czech Institute that, that got me uh, thinking and and trying out meditation, uh, uh, Tai Chi. And I say meditation there because the two of them are, the two of them are the same, mm-hmm. really, right? Um, and, and Tai Chi to, 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 to build energy is really what Tai Chi is, right? And um, if, you, if you're thinking about a, a form of working in, a form of meditation, it's to... to to uh, cultivate energy into the body, right? So uh, if you were to look into what chi en- energy is, chi energy is a, a form of really smart, intelligent energy inside the body that understands whether it's time to go up or it's time to go down. And that's really what Tai Chi does for you. And it's a way of trying to get into a deeper understanding of yourself and your own, how your body feels and what your body needs. Uh, that's really what Tai Chi does. Uh, and it's a form of movement meditation like we were saying earlier you don't have to be sitting down doing it you might be a little more active you might need that little more activity and uh, the place I would say to start which I think is is the best form of Tai Chi because it eliminates too much thinking would be the Tai Chi ruler 
and that's that, that there's a small rhythmical circular movement that you only have to do one movement mm -hmm. as opposed to Tai Chi has many complex flowing movements but for the average person that's too stressed out to start with having to think about all these different movements is too much whereas if you've just got one movement to repeat over and over again and it becomes automatic and all you have to do is think about yourself and try and think about nothing to be honest did you ever complete the 100 days? I did, I did actually. Yeah. So going on from that, do you still do it? And I know many people that uh, that have done 200, 300, and uh, 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 hats off to you because um, as competitive and determined as I am, 100 days was hard, but after you get 30 days, to be honest, it becomes automatic. Mm -hmm. And what I think it takes about 30 days before you actually start feeling any benefits from it. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest, maybe that was me personally, um, but I remember um, some of the mentors from the Czech faculty discussing it with me and, and they said the exact same thing. They said, look, it's not going, nothing's going to happen to you. It's not going to be like, whoa. Like, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. But when you do it consistently, you will get yourself, it will be almost like you go into a meditative state automatically. But it takes a, a period of time to get there and to achieve that, that takes the ability to escape that monkey mind. But no matter how working on yourself you are, you've got to achieve that other side of the brain where you can really relax and, and forget. And, uh, and yes, do I still do it on a regular basis? Now I believe that I'm in a position where I can, I can chop in, chop out, I can do, okay, well, I'm just going to go on a walk and that's going to be my Tai Chi, that's going to be my meditation. I'm going to do an exercise in the gym and I'm going to treat it like a meditative exercise, which I remember back working in a commercial gym, people looked at me like as an absolute maniac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, but for me, it worked. If I don't, People don't really get what personal trainers do all day. They think, oh, it's quite easy just to stand there and shout two more to a client. But yeah, what is? Yeah. But there's a, there's a lot more to it, isn't there's there? A lot more to it, there's yeah. a lot more to it, and if you're in the same gym working there all day, and you are texting and listening to this crazy loud music all the time, and we need a little bit of time away. And I mean, so when you go to the, everybody say, "Oh, you're in the gym all day. You must train all day." Well, the last thing you want to do if you've done that since the same repetitive exercise over and over again and thinking about the same thing. So for me, that's when I started to really try out and try and make my own exercise twists where I would use meditation, movement meditation with maybe cable exercises, flowing like movements where I worked on the breathing but I generated movement in the body and that's really all it comes down to. Try and get out of the word exercise and just start thinking about movement and then you can either move hard or move soft or move slow and move the way your body needs to do it. The more you do that, the more you can understand what your body needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned being like not very receptive to it at the start. I'm actually I, I did a, a neuro linguistic programming course, and we learned about one of the models in that called Milton model, which is all about hypnotic like effect. And I was long story short, I was really receptive to that, and so I'm really receptive to like meditative type practice. Instantly, I can pretty much feel the benefit in two, three, four, five minutes. Instantly doing it once after not doing it for thirty days, and yeah. Uh, just be patient with it. Think about that meditation. As Tom said this in this video as well, it's time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're giving yourself time every single day just to just to breathe and just to be in your thoughts and try not to drive drive yourself nuts. Just to just focus and focus on that breathing and, and chill out and relax and give yourself that time. 
um, it's the best thing you're going to do and that's why I'm reiterating the point before we move on. But moving on, there's other aspects, you know, I, I want to get on to a little bit about the sort of training and diet aspect of, you know, we're not saying don't train hard, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's important to train hard, it's important to look after your diet. Med meditate, your abs to come out. <laughs> but, but, but on stress, we've talked about it before, sleeping patterns, you don't get them right, there's, there's stresses and all. What else is there? What are you saying? There's, there's forms, of, forms of stress, digestively, bad food. Yeah, I think one that doesn't really get spoke about a lot, or does it, I'm not sure, but biomechanical stress, right? And um, and I think, I mean, I find this massive... The postural imbalances yeah, 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 and stuff. Yeah, postural imbalances. Right, candidate A know about that as well. I, think, I, find, <laughs> I find this massively uh, interesting when you think about that the gravity is pushing down on our, on our heads all day, Every day we don't get a break from it. We've got a constant battle against gravity, right? Whether you like it or not. So if we are trying to achieve our optimal posture, and if you are, let's okay, I'll try and try and demonstrate this, right? But if you've got gravity pushing down on you, right, and you come off of optimal, right? So imagine that would be optimal, where where all my joints are nice and, nice and stacked, and and they are got the optimal space between the discs and everything's hydrated, the joints are in with the, the position of, of optimal movement or optimal range of motion, etc. Oh, right? if, if I start to drift off of optimal because of too much biomechanical stress sitting down at a desk for too long, then gravity is always going to win. So that's a constant form of stress that's aggravating and pushing the body down, which is going to cause a lot of trauma to the body, which can cause respir respiration problems, which are then cause to uh, thought thought type dysfunction. You, can, you can't get the same kind of thoughts and, and, and oxygen in the brain if we're, if we're in poor posture. Think about that posture that, to that Tom's doing there as well. If you're listening on the podcast, you won't be able to see it, but he's like hunched over. So if you imagine hunching over and rounding your shoulders and putting downward, downward pressure, through your spine to the floor, then, then you're out, out of a good position and you're getting pressure on that. So most of us are sitting at desks and computers and stuff all day, hunched like this, getting that gravitational force pulling us down. And uh, it's a very, very slow process, but it can be sped up by, by training, you know, in bad posture, dysfunctionally, yeah, which is exactly your point, yeah. <laughs> like dysfunctional sort of, sort of movement and uh, that compounding over time, but and I won't tell my own perspective on that, but you know, our bodies do take a hammering, but you know, compound sort of injuries from sports or rugby or um, you know, breaks in bones and torn muscles and things like that, and then hobbling about for, for a couple of months on crutches, all these things just compound and create imbalances, and then you go back to usual training, you're squatting really heavy, deadlifting, and uh, you're constantly in, in like just heightening those imbalances, and you're going to create big problems for your spine and your movement so you're right it is overlooked all, all the time and that's massive value in paying the money getting a good coach that understands these kind of things because look short term any dummy can make somebody sort of lose weight or, or get them in shape shape short term yeah but, but for what for what risk and what risk and what cost it's, it's all sort of there and there and easy to see but coming back to our point before dysfunctional um, mechanical Stress, yeah. Digestive stress from bad food. Relationship stress. Relationship stress, all the, the the conventional ones that we haven't really touched on, which is stressing about financials, stressing about your relationship, stressing stressing I don't know your kids getting up at night, not letting you sleep very well, 
stressing about not looking the way you feel you should look, stressing about not being able to keep the weight the, uh, the way you think it should be. All, all these like, mental stresses on top of all these physical stresses are, are compounding in the you need ways to manage them and that, that's what we've been talking about with our meditation, our journaling and all, and all this kind of mm. stuff. So, but bringing it back again, we're not saying don't train. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I mean, if you, if you think about um, how, if you, if you look at it all as, as a whole, right? Now, like Adam said, the body can take a pounding, right? And it can take so much, but like we spoke about the buckets if you if you think about each each of these buckets and um, they all started to fill up and say they, they were all full then we're going to be under a lot more stress you can't deal with as much you can't deal with as much taking taking that pounding like we're talking about if you're going to hammer the body into the ground etc right but if you can work on if some of your buckets are lower and one's a little bit higher and you can start working on that one then having this address is, is key right but Without going into a rant here, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think like on that as well, yeah, go in and work hard. But you know, your body's going to start giving you signs when it's too much. And so be flexible in, in your approach to that. Work hard and then when you feel like a bit overworked, um, tight, you know, you might be really sore one day, a bit, bit neggy, sort of mentally, then just go in and just work on your breathing, lie on a mat, do some stretching. And be okay with that. Just because your program says you need to work really hard five days a week does not mean that you have to do that. Your program doesn't know what your body is feeling like that day. So we're just trying to offer like a, a different a different perspective yeah. uh, sort of here. And that we're not saying don't work hard, work hard, but also listen to your body and be yeah, what we're trying to do is raise awareness to these things that most people just don't understand until they create a major problem and they still don't understand them and they get depressed about the negative effects that, that they're having. But when you start to understand and become aware, you're able to do something about it. Agreed? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, the optimal thing that you said there was listen to your body. Exactly. Right, I don't want to get too long-winded. I think we've got some great content in there today, man. Uh, yeah. I am going to ask you a couple of questions that I'm going to ask every kind of guest I get on the show. Okay. So, first of all, I want a favourite exercise from you. A, a, a variation of a clean. Barbell, kettlebell, dumbbell, rotational, single-handed, double-handed, whatever. Some sort of barbell clean. I'd say, okay, one. <laughs> Tom's done. I'm so impressed today, mate, because like Tom is prime for like for for just going on and on and on. <laughs> getting lost in the room, we were all and he's telling stories and all that. I'm proud of you, man. You've smashed it today. Trying really hard, man. <laughs> really hard. Um, uh, so we nearly got to the end, but okay, uh, elaborate on your one on your one answer. Okay, my my, my one answer. I'd say probably my my favourite exercise would be the barbell clean. Yeah. 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 Good. Favourite book? How to Eat, Move and Be Healthy by Paul Jack. Tom is slowly but surely morphing into a mini version of Paul Jack. No, uh, no, but... Uh, that's why he's best pals with me, because Paul Jack's also bald. That's right, aye. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason to hang about him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, mean, that, I mean, it's a massive compliment. Anyone in the industry that's watching this and, and, and doesn't know of Paul Jack, 
Well, you, I love Paul Shake. You, you need to give us a shake. You need to go and uh, understand this guy. Look, uh, m- most people won't get his current uh, stuff. It may be too out there for you. You need to go back a bit and still and try and get right into the depth of his of his scientific approach to core training and and uh, and and biomechanics. Yeah. Do you want to show everyone your Paul Shake bed covers? <laughs> I don't have Paul Shake bed covers. <laughs> Right, uh, favourite quote or mantra? <sighs> this is opening up that rant. Right, we'll close it and just give us a quote. Um, <laughs> Tell you thing, but this is a hard one. I would struggle with this one. So many. What's yours? Oh, my favourite one. Yeah. We've got them all saved back there. This is what PTs do. We can hit them at any time, don't we? But the favourite, the favourite can change on a daily basis, right? Because it, it. What's yours? I've put him on the spot now as well. Put me in the spot, man. It's not so much a quote, but what I've kind of learned, what, what, what I always tell myself is to be grateful, be aware. Learn from your mistakes and keep pushing forward, as in don't like get dogged down by things that don't go your way. Always expect like the unexpected and just be able to, to deal with that. I don't really go with like a quote, but just my life experiences uh, have led me to, to those, main, those main points. I always go back and reiterate to, to always involve those things in, into, into my life. Yeah, okay. <laughs> handled, handled that well, eh? Um, okay, I'm going to I'm going to cap it at do as you have always done, get as you have always got. Bam. Love it. And a uh, favourite meal? Steak. Oost. Medium rare, some blood coming out of it. Good bit of veggies on the side. That's it. Couldn't agree with you more, mate. <laughs> we'll get one now. We've covered a lot today, and uh, mate, honestly, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I loved it. Thanks for having me. Really quick sort of recap. As I said, we've we've covered a lot. We talked about stress and understanding different types of stress on the body. When you put in the caption at the bottom, if you don't want to listen to the full thing, skip to the end for the cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so different styles, different types of stress and how, how that how compound how stress can compound and affect your body negatively. But we've also talked about like sort of unconventional ways to help deal with that, like journaling, meditation, working out versus sort of working in. And uh, we've also said, look, it's okay to keep training, train hard, train heavy, drink coffee, drink stimulants, enjoy a pre-workout if you want, but uh, always be like aware of your body and, and listen to your body and flow with that and be, you know, I don't know. 80-20. 80-20. 80-20 just means do your best 80% of the time, be flexible the other 20% and uh, yeah, bang on with that. So yeah. we've talked about loads of different stuff, but implementing for you guys, journaling or meditation is not difficult. It's about giving time for yourself. The journaling, go pick up a book, start writing. As I said, maybe just start off with be like a gratitude list of three things. 
Tom mentioned it can be a to-do list, it can be writing out your goals. Easy, easy, easy action points that could get you guys started straight away. And uh, Tom touched on an important point again. Or maybe setting your day, setting yourself like a hundred day sort of challenge or something like that, that uh, you're going to do that one thing for that length of time until it becomes a habit, until you've felt the benefit of it, until you want to continue on. And uh, trust me, you give these things a go, keep an open mind, you're going to feel the benefit in some way, shape or form. Okay, and on that note, we're going to finish up there. But Tom, thanks for coming on board, mate. That was absolutely brilliant. That was a fantastic interview. I really enjoyed that. Hope you guys did as well. But before we leave, can you give the audience a little bit of information about where they can find you and information about the gym? Or yeah, uh, thanks, thanks a lot, mate. Aye, so uh, the gym is Holism, the Holistic Gymnasium. We are based in East Kilbride College, Milton Industrial Estate. The, the easiest way to get a hold of us, to be honest, and the thing that we're most active on is our Facebook page, Holizium Personal Training Gym Facebook page. Find us, give us a like, and, uh, and try and engage with a few of our posts, and, and we'll be happy to, to answer any questions. We do one-to-one training, small group training, and we have our new personal training classes that we've launched, um, so get in touch if you want to come along, try one out. Brilliant. Hi. Fantastic. Go out and check them out or give them a follow guys, it'll be well worth your while, an absolute wealth of knowledge and just information bombs that you can use in your life and your lifestyle to, to improve your mindset and your body, your wellness, your energy levels, it's all going to be on there so it'll be well worth your time. Thanks for watching guys, I really appreciate it and uh, share the podcast, share the video and really also appreciate that as well. Thank you.